Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for July 31st, 2018. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. And if you go to the blog right now, I have posted the match video of Kana Asakura versus Rina from Sunday's Ryzen show at the Saitama Super Arena. Now, of course, this was a rematch from last year's tournament when Kana put Rina to sleep. And I guess they're, they're, they needed a rematch because they wanted to make sure, uh, you know, that it wasn't a fluke or something like that. Now, we didn't get a finish in this match, but actually I think that it really put this whole rivalry to bed because um, Kana was dominant, okay? And I wasn't particularly surprised by that because the bottom line on Rina is this. She's not an MMA fighter, okay? She is basically a kickboxer, okay? She does shootboxing mostly, which is a variant of kickboxing. There's no ground game in shootboxing, or of course kickboxing. So she tried to learn MMA, but she just doesn't have the ground skills to compete with Kana. You know, Kana uh, is very quick, and, and Rina is mainly a striker, but she's really just inadequate on the ground. And uh, I don't even know if improved takedown defense would help Rina. You know, so I, I think uh, the fact that this fight went the distance and Kana was so dominant, it really kind of puts this whole thing to bed. And, um, you know, Kana uh, executed takedowns at will. I mean, some pretty slick stuff. Uh, one in particular in the third round, that was, that was a very slick takedown. And Rena couldn't do anything about it. I mean, she's not good enough in other areas to get away with any of this stuff. And unless her competition, she can get away with it. But Kana is, um, you know, is going towards being an elite fighter. We'll find out if she's a real elite fighter down the road. But I'll get to that in a minute. Now, I scored the fight 30-27 for Kana, and so did the judges. And, um, you know, you can, as I said, you can watch the, the entire video on my blog right now. And um, I think you'll enjoy the fight. Connick is a very strong performance. Now, what, so what's the deal with Rena? What's, what's she going to do? Well, based on what she said afterwards, I would not be surprised if she retired. Okay? She's always talking about that when things go wrong for her. You know, she said she wants to take a break. She wants to be a normal person for a while. And by the way, she's not a normal person because she's a celebrity in Japan, partially because of her fighting, but mostly because of her sex appeal, you know? And so I just get the impression that she's, she doesn't like MMA very much. And I think, I, I just don't think she wants to take the time to get really good at it, okay? She just thought that, I guess Ryzen kind of made her think that she could just get away with what she got and, you know, maybe she could get by against Kana, but Kana's just too, too quick for her. And the thing about uh, uh, shootboxing is it's not a mainstream product, even in Japan. Now, what could Rena do other than what she's doing now? Well, because of her sex appeal, she has mainstream potential in Japan as a personality on TV or in movies. You know, she could be a star, but just not as an MMA fighter because she's not good enough at it. 
And who knows, maybe she'll retire, get married, and move back, back to Osaka and start a family. I mean, that's a possibility too, you know. But I, I you know, she may change her mind and not retire, but I, uh, she's threatened it in the past when she's, when she's lost. And uh, she seems to go either one way or another. She's really high when she wins and when she loses. Uh, I think what happened in the first fight is some people thought it, it might have been a fluke. Uh, I did not think so because uh, uh, it became clear over the last uh, year or so that Kana had really improved a lot. And Rena was basically still Rena. She still uh, was, you know, pretty uh, rudimentary at MMA. You know, she really, you could see it when you watch this fight, you'll see on the ground, she just can't compete with somebody who's really good on the ground. She can't. And, and <laughs> I don't know how she learns that. You know, she just doesn't have that in her, I guess. So what they're going to do after the show, uh, what happened was that um, Ryzen announced that uh, Ayaka Hamasaki will face Mina Kurobe at Ryzen 13, September 30th at Saitama Super Arena. And the winner will likely face Kana Asakura at the New Year's Eve show. Now, here's the deal on this. They're going to try and sell this as a competitive match, but I don't expect that because the bottom line is that Ayaka is an elite fighter and Mina is not, okay? Mina is 41 years old, so she's kind of old already and she's not that experienced and she trains at Master Japan. Now, what they'll try and say is that, okay, she's the current Deep Jewels Atomweight champion, and that makes her an elite fighter. Now, the problem with that is the talent level at Deep Jewels is so low. I would describe Mina as the best of the worst. I mean, her opposition in Deep Jewels is just awful, okay? Now, she went to Korea, and she lost by TKO to Ham So Hee, uh, I guess about a year and a half ago or something like that. And I think that fight is a better gauge of her talent. She is a mid-card fighter that if she was fighting for, for somebody, if she fights somebody who uh, is better than her, she's not going to win. Okay? And Ham knocked her out. The bottom line is Ayaka is an elite fighter. And, and Mina just doesn't measure up to her. You know, Ayaka is 37 years old. She has been a champ in, on deep, in Deep Jewels and Invicta. Of course, she was trained by the legend Megumi Fuji. And I'm not going to say Ayaka is as good as Megumi, because who is? But Ayaka has represented that training very well through her career. Now, in recent days, Ayaka has concentrated on training Rena. So she hadn't fought in quite a while until she returned in May in Ryzen, and she won over Alyssa Garcia. And um, I just don't see her having any problems with Mina because she's uh, much better on the ground. She's much quicker. And I, I don't uh, see her having any problems whatsoever with Mina. And I also see her giving Kana a lot of trouble too because, uh, of course, there's a big difference in age, but uh, it doesn't mean that Ayaka still can't bring it because she can so she's a very good, uh, in my opinion, she's a very strong fighter still, even 
at age 37, she's still very quick. Now the only thing about Ayaka that you gotta watch for is she's had trouble with her knees. And so uh, you never know about that. But in general terms, the one I wanna see is Kana Asakura versus Ayaka Hamasaki. And if Kana wins that fight, well, then we may have something. But I'm not so sure. <laughs> All right. Okay, UFC announced uh, a couple of fights, uh, women's fights for UFC Fight Night 137, September 22 at Genasio do Ibirapuera in Sao Paulo, Brazil. I don't know if I pronounced that right. But anyway, there's going to be two women's fights on the show, or at least two have been announced so far. The first is at bantamweight. It will be Ketlin Vieira uh, versus Tanya Evinger. Um, Ketlin is 26 years old from uh, Manuas, Brazil. Uh, she trains at Nova Uno in Manuas. Now, her record is 10-0. She's 4-0 in the UFC. Now, I think what got her noticed was when she beat Sarah McMahon with a triangle choke and then followed that with a split decision win over Kat Zingano. So she's kind of looked at as a rising star in UFC, okay, in the UFC. Now, Tanya Evinger, of course, is a veteran fighter, okay? Uh, she's 37 years old. She's originally from St. Louis, but she now lives in Houston. Her record is 19-7 and seven with one no contest. Now, of course, she's a former Invicta bantamweight champ. She made her UFC debut as a welterweight sacrifice to Chris Cyborg uh, last year. She was supposed to fight earlier this year, uh, but pulled out due to a knee injury. So, I mean, she's a good test for Ketlin. It should tell us if Ketlin is for real. If she can beat Tanya, then we have to start talking about putting her in the title picture. Um, now, the second fight is at strawweight. I don't expect this to be as competitive. Uh, Livia Renata Souza will face Alex Chambers. Livia is 27 years old. Uh, she's from Sao Paulo, so she'll be uh, fighting in her hometown. Her record is 11-1. She's a former Invicta strawweight champ. Uh, Livia was supposed to make her UFC debut earlier this year, and she pulled out because of a broken hand. So now she gets to fight in her hometown. And I, I just don't see her having much trouble with Alex. Alex is 39 years old from Sydney, Australia, but she now trains an American top team in Florida. I thought she was too old when she was in Tough 20, and she even talked about it on the show. I mean, her, her parents are so upset with her because she's fighting, because what her real job is, she's an astrophysicist. <laughs> That's why her nickname is Astro Girl. But she admitted that her parents are very upset with her for being a fighter. And the bottom line is she's, she's old anyway, and she just hasn't really been very good in the UFC. Her record is five and four. She's one and three in the UFC. In her one win, she was losing to Kaylin Curran when she pulled out a third round armbar. Okay, then she lost to Paige Van Zandt and she suffered a serious knee injury. So she was out for a couple of years. And then she lost last, and then she came back last year uh, in uh, Australia and lost to Nadia Kassem, who uh, looked very rough in that. Uh, I mean, they both looked awful. So uh, my thinking here is they want to give Livia to have a strong showing in her hometown, and Alex loses. She's gone. She's out of the UFC. I mean, that's what I see anyway. 
Okay, so uh, that's what I'm expecting from that anyway. Livia, uh, honestly, she has title potential down the road. Uh, it'll be good to see her make her UFC debut. Okay, that's it for today. Uh, not sure when I'm going to be back. Uh, later this week, I assume. Uh, as I said, uh, check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. The uh, Kana Asakura versus Rita Match video is now up. Uh, you can leave a voice message on the podcast. I'm more than happy to respond to any questions you might have. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at uh, Google Play Music, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Again, uh, probably back in a few couple of days. Uh, have a good day, and we'll talk to you later.